Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm super excited about today's episode because I'm chatting with Andrea Freeman all about the art of receiving. Andrea shares and gives tangible tips on how you can shift your readiness to be open to receive, including from your business to your personal life. A little bit about Andrea before we get started is that she is a mindful business coach and peak performance planner working with creative entrepreneurs to support their evolution. Andrea is on a mission to help service-based business owners realign with their purpose, create greater financial freedom, fulfillment, and make a difference in the world. And I'm so excited that she's here. This is one of my favorite topics. We had a blast chatting, and I hope you guys pick up a lot of great tips from today's show. So let's get excited. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Andrea, can you say hi to everyone? Hey, everybody. I'm super excited to be here. So are we. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to uh, to talk about the art of receiving. I'm so pumped. This is one of my favorite topics. I love mindset and working on ourselves and receiving and gratitude and all that good stuff. So I'm, I'm super excited to jump in and pick your brain all about that. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. But before we get started, let's introduce you to our listeners. Can you tell everybody a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started? Yeah, sure. So I came by entrepreneurship at a super young age. I started my first business when I was 12. Um, That was like a baby business, literally a babysitting business. And, you know, over the years, I've just really, I've had other jobs, obviously, I've worked for other people, but I've always come back to business ownership. And my first um, venture into business ownership that was serious in my adult life was catering company. And that transitioned into me being an event planner, which really is where business got serious for me. I, you know, ended up with a multi six figure business, traveling the world, doing celebrity events, and, you know, just operating at this really high level, which gave me a chance to see behind the scenes of some really ultra high performers and how they were managing to make a creative life sustainably. Mm-hmm. And I was so inspired by that because what was going on in my life was not sustainable at the time. I was r- literally running to the train every morning because um, I live about two hours north of New York City. I had an office in Midtown Manhattan. And I was running there every morning saying, this is not sustainable. I can't keep going like this. This pace can't keep going. Like, I mean, I was kind of freaking out. But I didn't want to look a gift horse in the mouth, right? Like I was having this incredible success. It was growing in a way that I had wanted it for years. And so um, I was to- I was really torn, but mm-hmm. I've always done a lot of mindset work. I've always done a lot of interpersonal development. And I finally just one day got really true with myself and said, you know, I don't want to be the mom that keeps missing gymnastics or soccer or whatever she's into. I don't want to be the one who's having to sacrifice my personal life for my professional life. That's not okay. That's not sustainable. And so I decided to build a coaching business that allowed me to build something sustainable and to teach other people how to do it from the beginning 
in a way that's really sustainable and feels authentic and feels right and aligned. I love that. That's awesome. So how long have you been doing this? Well, I, you know, one of those real jobs that I mentioned that I had was for a personal development company. So I worked for one of the largest personal development companies in the world. I also was a public school teacher. So I'm kind of, I kind of come by coaching and teaching yeah. uh, by, by training and professional background. Um, but my coaching business has been in existence for the last ooh, almost four years now. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, I love your journey. I love your story. Thank you for sharing it. I feel like it's so interesting to find out how people get started and like what was the catalyst. And I love that you decided for you, your your life with being with your family was like, okay, I need to make this happen for me. <laughs> yeah. And it was un- it was really took me by surprise that I was so serious about business ownership at- once I became a mom. I, you know, I feel like mom disclaimer here. I thought I was going to close my event planning business when I started having kids. I thought I was going to have more than one. I only have one actually. Um, and I, I definitely thought I was going to be like a stay at home. I don't know why I thought that I was pregnant. I, I wasn't taking new clients. And then once my daughter was born, I was like, wait a second. How could I give up something I'm so passionate about and not share it with her? Mm-hmm. And that kind of got me really um, into a place that was out of balance because, I mean, motherhood tipped the scales for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, Yeah. we talk about that a lot on the show. I've had a couple of people come on and talk about motherhood and how we balance it all or try to, you know, at least it's more like juggling. (laughs) So, yeah, I I love that. So let's let's talk about the art of receiving. And I would love to start this talk with you explaining what the art of receiving means. Mm, Yeah. So I think in order to kind of back into what it means to really understand the art of receiving, you have to understand that most of us are here to and want to manifest something, especially as business owners, right? Whether it's more clients, whether it's more revenue, you name it, what it is that you're out to achieve. It's all about bringing something into your physical reality, right? Mm -hmm. And so really, um, when we look at manifesting, a lot of the conversation is about getting clear on the thing you want to have, right? right? Like getting clear on the goal, being intentional, staying committed, right? Like there's so much focus on the doing side of having in our lives. But truly, the people who have the most, the people who are abundant, the people who we most admire and make it seem effortless are really, really good receivers. And Mm -hmm. by nature, human beings are pretty good receivers. Like if you look at little kids and how excited they are when they get something new and how they don't need much to be happy, you know, like we come by receiving really, really naturally. As we get a little older, we kind of start to forget and we start to fixate on the carrot that's dangling out in front of us, whatever we say that carrot is, and we start to become more um, tuned into what we don't have right? That's a lot of what fuels the energy. That's a lot of what fuels the activity, the the decisions that we made, make and the thinking behind what we're going after in the first place. So to be somebody who has mastered the art of receiving is to be somebody who's mastered manifesting. 
right. mastered, you know, getting what you want in life. Right. Yeah. I feel like my journey into manifestation and manifesting and, and understanding the law of attraction and, and how all of that works really started happening two years ago in 2020, like when I had a lot of time to, mm-hmm. to focus on stuff and focus on myself. And the power that I hold inside of me is insane. Like we've had so many conversations on this podcast about it and the social proof of like me. I, I, I like what you're saying about focusing on well, what you said about, I wrote it down, like focusing on what you want and then doing that to get it, but not focusing on like the receiving part. I feel like I could be a better receiver, you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, here's the thing. You can recognize if you have a little block to receiving mm-hmm. by how easily and how willing you are to ask for help. Right. Right. Or yeah. are you oh, trying God. to do everything? Or are you trying to do everything in your business? And I'm not just talking about you. Like if you're listening to the show, just ask yourself, like, how open am I to asking for help? And interestingly, you'll notice that there might be some areas where you ask for help very easily. Maybe a relationship feels very safe and supportive, but in other areas you won't ask for help, right? Right. So that's one area where it's really easy to see how open you are to receiving. And then the other is how easily do you accept compliments or yeah. how easily do you accept unexpected gifts, right? Gifts from the universe, gifts from people in your life, you name yeah. it. Yeah. Like when these things come and when they come easily, how often do you question, why was that so easy? Right. Like, you know, you know, because we all, so many of us, maybe not all of us, but so many of us have earning money collapsed with a lot of hard work. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No. Oh my God. This is, this is so true. Like, I don't know if you listen to some of the shows, but I always, I tell the story where I always find money, right? Like I always found a penny or, I mean, I found dollar, $20 bills sometimes. And my mom would tell me that it was my grandma, like leaving me money, like, oh, she's thinking of you today. But then I realized that it's actually my gift to receive money and it's the universe giving me like a heads up that more is coming. So every time I find a penny, I'm like, oh yeah, it's coming in today. Like what else am I going to get? And then I'll book a job or I'll get a check or I've received so many random checks in the mail um, since I've harnessed like understanding this power that I have. It's insane. And it's just so funny that you know, I can receive money really easily, but a compliment can be really hard, right? Mm, Yeah. yeah. And see, this is the thing. So when I talk about the art of receiving, it's really about receiving any and everything because energetically, and if you're into the law of attraction, then you're totally going to get this. Energetically, the universe, God, the divine, whatever you call it, doesn't know the difference between giving you money, giving you compliments, giving you extra beautiful artwork for your space. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't, it, it wants to give. The sole job of the universe is to provide for you. And your sole job is to receive. Like I'll say constantly to business owners, like your number one job in your business is to feel really good mm-hmm. because People buy your energy and they buy your vibe way before that product or service that you have to offer. But you can't be in a space of receiving when you're crabby and grumpy. Like you just can't, right? right? Like you have a block up, you have like just like your guard up a little bit. So 
when you get into that space of whatever helps you clear your mind and be able to be present and be able to be grateful and be able to be a really good receiver, then that's when the abundance really starts flowing. And that, I'm like the perfect example. This is really like why I decided to start coaching about this stuff because in my event planning business, when I was saying that I was running at this insane and very unsustainable pace, I was looking around and seeing these high performers and I was able to kind of synthesize what they were doing. I noticed that a lot of them had really dialed in spiritual practices, really dialed in exercise routines, really wonderful teams that worked for them. Might not have been the team I would have chosen for myself, but there was a really beautiful chemistry and support system and network. So they were free to be able to do the things that feel really good so that then they could show up and be the masters of their craft. Yeah. I love that. Oh gosh. I have like chills. This is so exciting. I love this talk. (laughs) So now that, yeah. So now that we understand what the art of receiving is, you know, how can we start putting this into our daily practice? Like how can we start incorporating this into our own lives? Yeah. Such a great question. So here's what I like to say. I want you to focus more on being a host in your life. And what I mean by that is like, if you think of a party, right? There are basically two ways that you could show up for a party. You could be a guest, which you don't have a say in much, right? Like you take what's offered. You don't get to have a choice about the music or the people who are invited or any of the food that's being served. You just take what's being offered. But when you show up as a host, you get to create something that's uniquely and very authentically yours. So it's a really quick way to check in, like, am I hosting my life? Am I hosting this area of my business? Or am I being a guest, right? Mm -hmm. And so to break down and understand what it means to be a really good host, it's a a little acronym. So the H means that you're going to honor your why. So you have to get really clear about what your why is. There's a lot of resources out there about getting clarity about your why, right? Mm -hmm. But what do you do once you have clarity about your why? You have to incorporate it. You have to integrate it. You have to honor it. If you just have a why and stick it on a shelf and it doesn't serve you in your business, it's pointless. So Mm -hmm. really making sure that you're honoring your why is like the first most important step. And then you have to own who you truly are. So that's the O, own who you truly are, which means anywhere where you are self-sabotaging, where you are giving in to talk that's less than flattering about yourself to yourself, Mm -hmm. it's time to root it out. And this is where the S comes in because this is where you shift your perspective. This is where you go to work and you do the tools, the practices that allow you to show up in your most centered, your most grounded place. So for me, I love to meditate every single day. It totally gets me focused. It gets me going for the day. And it also helps me wind down for the day. That's not right for everybody, right? Some people have nervous systems that that doesn't work for them. They need to be out. They need to be moving. Some people like to tap. Some people like to chant. Well, I don't care mm-hmm. what it is for yeah. you yeah. as long as you're doing the things that allow you to shift your perspective from giving into that negative self-talk, from giving into the old money stories, from giving into the things that are no longer serving you within your energetic field and your belief system so that you can be in your most high-minded place. Yeah. I love so when that. You get, 
Yeah. And when you get to that place, it's really a place of abundance. It's really a place of overflowing with how much you have to give and serve the world with. And from here, it's very easy to do the final step, which is take inspired action. So Mm -hmm. you'll be doing things in your business, which are You know, we were talking about goals in the beginning and very much being rooted in lack and what we don't have. This is the complete opposite. This is grounded in how awesome you are and how much you have to serve the world with. And then going out and doing the things that feel really good and feel really aligned so that you can serve more and ultimately, of course, make more money because you are here to receive. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love take inspired action. I feel like that's like a new phrase that I've heard like recently. And I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't realize I was taking inspired action, but but that's what it is. And it's like, okay, it's nice to put like a little, I don't know, label on something because you're like moving yourself forward or getting yourself out of a funk and you're, or you're just doing something to better yourself. And it's like, oh, you are doing something like to propel into the universe. Like, okay, I'm ready to, for this shift. I'm, I'm ready to move on or like, I'm, I'm ready to receive, which I love. Yeah. And if you're taking action in your business, like I have to, uh, you know, I promised I would, like if it's out of obligation or, um, you know, and it's not feeling really good, it's feeling like a lot of hard work, it's feeling like a lot of effort, you're kind of forcing things, or maybe you're overthinking your actions, which action would be most beneficial, and you're in like kind of analysis paralysis, that's a really good time to pause and do some of that shift your perspective work so that you can figure out what's the most inspired action, which is ultimately always the most productive action for your business. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So talking about business, you know, how can we bring this into our business? I mean, I don't see how you could not bring this into your business. <laughs> if you are living this way, it is going to seep in. And it's, you know what? It's like, here's the thing I say, like, write out that little acronym on a post-it, t- tap it onto your computer screen, and just like allow yourself very gently to have a reminder daily. And start to look at where I can integrate a practice that's going to get me to my my most calm, centered place, right? Am I going to do some affirmations? Am I going to do some meditation? Am I going to, you know, stop having my business drive me and instead be the driver of my business? So I'm going to have like a non-negotiable morning routine that includes a little exercise and maybe some journaling. And then I'm set up powerfully for my day. Like take one new action to be able to get yourself to a more calm place and you'll be able to do much more elegant thinking because let's be honest none of us do our best thinking when we're running on the hamster wheel right yeah <laughs> yeah or there's like a flame under your butt you're like wait i, I didn't i don't know <laughs> right yeah that's under duress that's emergency that's i mean you don't you there's so much evidence in the world of psychology that points to when people are highly stressed out, they make bad decisions. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you can't afford to not do this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like when I'm calm and relaxed and really centered, I can I can see things really clearly. And then sometimes, you know, you get those curveballs. And I'm like, okay, I, I need to like take a pause here and just and figure it out and just maybe ask for help or write it out or sit on it for a day or two. But I feel like being calm is really helpful. And even in the wedding industry, like as a photographer, like if the wedding is burning around me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be really calm about this. Like, how can we um, fix things? You know what? I feel like it's like served me really well. <laughs> 
yes. throughout my whole life. But I, you know, I have um, <clears throat> excuse me, receiving. I feel like you know people. I guess the question is like, is it selfish to want to receive? Like, how do we sort of overcome maybe that notion of it? Mm. So there are so many places in our lives where this can get ingrained, whether it was your caretakers, your spiritual mentors growing up, um, you know, whether those are still even the same spiritual mentors for you or not. We are super impressionable between our first breath and about seven or eight years of age, right? We're just like little sponges. And so we're looking at all the people around us in our lives and using them as our models for what it means to be successful and how to survive in the world, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of us pick up that like, I'm greedy or I'm selfish or for whatever reason, right? Because kids are such good receivers. Right. Kids are so elated to receive, right? And then somebody else who has their own money story, who has their own receiving story, and who's been taught by probably their own ancestors came in and told us, hey, don't you're making other people feel bad or right. you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't rub it in or you shouldn't do that. Right. And we realized like, oh, this is a place where I should dim my light a little bit because my receiving makes other people uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So this is one of those areas where it's really helpful to look at where can I shift my perspective, right? If you get really, really clear, and and this is honestly like where we really work on owning who you truly are. Owning who you truly are means what you were pointing to earlier, that you are infinitely powerful, that you are in a co-creative relationship with God, with the divine, with the universe, and that you really truly are here to receive. It makes the universe happy to provide for you. So like give into that good feeling, right? And so- if it feels a little uncomfortable, a really great practice is to just like grab a piece of paper real quick and write down like, when did I start feeling uncomfortable about receiving? Right? Like how old is this feeling? Right. And where do I feel this like discomfort in my body? Mm-hmm. And then just do like some granting it being gork, like just being with it, allowing it to be uncomfortable, allowing yourself the compassion and the understanding to to really see that it makes sense that you made this decision about how to be in the world because this was what served you in your community, in your tribe, right? This is what was expected. This was what was going on around you. This is exactly who you would become. It makes perfect sense, right? And so compassion for that. And then, you know, you get, and then you get a choice, right? So really looking at what will it look like if I continue to have this relationship to receiving for the next five, 10, 15 more years, right? Like what's Mm -hmm. the kind of probable future here? And then write a new future. Allow yourself to just dream. Allow yourself to get into that space of anything is possible, If I could be a great receiver, what would that feel like, right? Like what would my top three emotions be? What would my day look like? Who would I be interacting with? How would I be spending my time? What kind of work would I be doing? Yeah. Right? Like what, you know, what kind of causes would I be contributing to for, you know, like philanthropy or, you know, like whatever lights you up, what would you be doing in those areas? 
Yeah, I love that. I love, I, yeah, it really resonates. It's like hitting home. It's so nice. It's like nice to hear that, you know, you can control all of this. You just have to do the work. <laughs> you know, you have to sit down and, and figure it out and, and like kind of figure out like why maybe you're not receiving. I guess my question is like, how would you know if you're not receiving? Like, do you, if you have a block, like what would be like a, a tipping point or like a, a telltale sign? Yeah. So telltale sign is you're like, I keep working on this. Like I keep trying to figure it out. Right. Like, um, let's say I'll pick a specific area in business. Right. Like, so let's say you want to jump from like a new kind of customer or client, um, or from what, who you've been currently serving to a new kind, right? Like you want to upgrade your client avatar. Right. Mm -hmm. And you have been like, you know, upping your prices and doing the things and, um, you know, putting out like marketing and you feel like you're doing all of these things. You're sewing up on social, like you're reaching out, you know, and trying to establish new referral relationships. You feel like you're doing all the things and you're listening to all the podcasts and reading all the personal <laughs> development books, right? Like you're yeah. doing all the things, but why is this not showing up, right? So if you're asking yourself, whatever the thing is, whether it's my example or some other thing that you've been trying for for a long time, why is this not working? I'm trying so hard. That is a key indicator that you have a block to receiving in that area. Yeah. So here's what the thing is. And this is like totally counterintuitive, I think, um, or maybe more not logical. It's actually about being more intuitive. Stop working on that area of your life. Chill out. <laughs> yeah. Allow yourself to get present to where you're already receiving. This goes back to that energy, how I said like the universe doesn't know the difference between sending you oodles and oodles of money or oodles and oodles of clients or, you know, just boatloads of anything. Right. It's all just sending you energy, right? And then it it gets manifested in the 3D reality in different ways, right? So if you want to open up to and unlock receiving in an area where you're blocked, where you have like kind of like mental constipation, if you will, <laughs> um, stop, stop pushing because the, they, you know, like there's that common phrase that's like what you resist persists, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. So if you are constantly working on and thinking about it from like, I have a block in this area. Why can't I work through this? You're actually focusing on the lack and what's wrong or what's missing. Yeah. So I want you to shift your focus and be more abundant minded. I want you to look at where you're already great at receiving. I want you to relish in the joy of receiving in the areas that come naturally and easy to you. We all have them. Mm -hmm. We don't, not a single one of us has the same blocks in the same areas. There are certain triggers that are, that are bigger um, and more common, but we all have, you know, our own ceiling and our own threshold for how much money we can uh, receive. Right. And like, mm -hmm. if you, especially in business, if you notice that you keep hitting that same ceiling, right? You keep bumping up against at whatever's 100,000. I wanted to get there. It took me forever to get there. The first 100,000 is, you know, the hardest, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, but like for some reason, you can't break through that. Like so you have this money goal and you are going to and trying to achieve, you know, I want to blow it out of the water. I want to go from 100,000 to 200,000, right? Right. But like no matter what I do, 
it's not working. Well, first of all, the same thinking that gets us into one situation is not the thinking that's going to get us into another situation, right? Right. We're going to have to develop new ways of being and new ways of thinking. So it's going to be to your direct benefit to go to work on getting more clarity about how powerful you are, how abundant you are, how very much you are here to receive, and how easy it is meant to be. The more you can dwell in feeling good about those things, the easier the new idea for what you should do, because it's going to be new kind of marketing. It's going to be a new kind of referral relationship. It's going to be a new kind of client acquisition process in some way, probably, mm-hmm. right? And you're not yeah. going to think of it from the place of taking the same actions that you've always taken, but just working harder. Right. I love that. I hope that answered your question. I feel yeah. like you really- No, totally. Yeah. A hundred percent. Totally did. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love this so much. I mean, I you know, we like to- sort of wrap up each show with like tangible tips and actionable advice. And I feel like we've, you've covered so much. And I, I wrote down host, like what that means. Cause I feel like it's so powerful, but I feel like before I let you go, you know, I would love for you to share, you know, maybe like some actionable tips that people can do today to, to jumpstart their art of receiving. Yeah. So I think, you know, when we get into a conversation about the art of receiving or manifesting or any of that, people can get a little like uh, put off because it sounds really woo woo. And I'm here to produce results in my business, right? Like I ain't got time for that. Right. But I think anything that you can do to let your own personal evolution fuel whatever business revolution it is that you want to be creating, more clients, more revenue, more time for your family and not working so hard. We all want to receive more. Get really clear on your why behind that and then start taking actions that are consistent with being able to have that now. Getting energetically aligned and vibrationally aligned to that which you desire to manifest is the key because like I said, people who are really abundant are really great receivers, which means they already embody that energy of what they desire now. So anywhere where you can allow yourself to gain clarity about how good a receiver you are and how easy it can be, the faster the whole process is going to go for you. I love that. Oh my gosh. This has been so amazing. Andrea, thank you so much. I feel so much lighter after talking to you and really excited to like give myself 30 minutes to work on some of these things and just get through my own stuff. So I am thrilled you're here because hopefully people listening will feel the same way. And when they're done, be like, okay, I'm going to work on this. And and thank you so much for sharing. It, it was amazing. It is my absolute pleasure. I hope it serves all of your listeners. And if you guys like this, um, you know, let me know. I'm on Instagram. You can always reach out to me or let me know if you have any questions about anything you heard. I love to be really social on social media. So um, <laughs> I love I mean, that. Yeah. No- novel idea, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Let's tell everybody how they can find out you online, say hello, and find out more about your services. Yeah, so um, I'm most active on Instagram, and my handle there is at a Freeman underscore Insta. Um, and, you know, my website's AndreaFreemanConsulting.com. So either of those two places, you're free to reach out. 
Awesome. Perfect. Well, you guys can swipe on up, click on the show notes and click on the links and let Andrea know you listened to today's episode. Uh, Be sure to share any aha moments and uh, we would love to hear from you. And Andrea, thank you so much for being here and you definitely have to come back soon. Awesome. I would love to. Thank you for having me. you guys i hope you liked today's episode i want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to andrea for being our wonderful guest today i could talk to you for hours and we definitely want to have you back if you guys want to find out more about andrea and her consulting uh, services you can click on the show notes click on the link and let her know you listened to today's episode all right you guys i can't wait to share our next cup of tea together bye